Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. It is The Odd Couple, and of course, I'm happy to be here anytime I have a chance to uh, broadcast to our Odd Couple listeners here on Fox Sports Radio. I want to be a part of it. So uh, we're thankful on this Thanksgiving. That you're here with us. Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, Rob Parker and Martin Weiss in for Chris Broussard, and we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studio. Do it live! Thank you, Bill. We will. And did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability. Wow. Which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Uh, Martin Weiss in for Chris Poussard is going to be off today and tomorrow. And, yes, I will be back on Black Friday but, Patrick, I want you to know, every Friday is Black Friday for me. I'm just trying to tell you. <laughs> it ain't just. Mar, don't roll your eyes at me. No, uh, you know, I'm like, I'm glad they stopped rolling after that joke. What? Because, you, know, you know, I was rolling in laughter, I'm sure. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, but we're going to switch. We've been talking uh, all uh, football for the most part tonight, of course, with uh, the three NFL games. We already know the Packers. uh Packers won, the uh, Cowboys won, and the uh, 49ers are uh, leading uh, the Seahawks. But, uh, Martin, let's do some NBA. And there was an interesting story about Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, of course, with the Suns. And there are people who are like, Kevin Durant's having a hell of a season. And for whatever reason, he's kind of an afterthought. The people don't talk about Kevin Durant anymore or as – high profile as maybe they did. And I I have a couple of ideas on why I think that's the case with KD and the Phoenix Suns and what's going on. But there was an interesting uh, podcast and comments about Kevin Durant. Can you share that? 
It was Rashard McCants on Gilbert Arena's show, Gills Arena. It said, quote, the real hoopers know that Kevin Durant is going to go down as a better basketball player than LeBron at the end of the day. There you have it. Where are you on that? Curious. I think it's ridiculous. LeBron is the player of this generation. That's fine. Like, I don't know why there's a, a stress to try to discredit or that's by players, though, mostly. I mean, that, like, what do you think that is? Like, a lot of players, even former players who were analysts at one time, they wouldn't even have them in their top five or top ten list. It, to me, it's the ultimate disrespect. Like, to even – you could say he's not Michael Jordan. I, that's a cool argument, or I, I, I can understand how you can make that. But to say he's not in your top five when he's the all-time leading scorer in the NBA and been to ten finals is mind-boggling. I, to me, to say Mind anything boggling. besides, I mean, since 2000, essentially, he's the best basketball player that we've seen. That's fine. That To me, that's unarguable. You, I don't think you can debate that. But you remember when the, the first year they gave players the opportunity to vote for the All-Star game? Like 140 players didn't vote for him for the All-Star game. But they, what, what, I'm just saying, like, they, they play the game. They're on the court with him. They don't have respect for that, the game, to say that he's – that's like it's an exhibition. It ain't like you're saying he's the greatest player ever played. No, but we get into this whole uh, – look, players uh, players have agendas. Because here's the thing, like, all right, what's one of the things that – I you know, I used to work with Shannon Sharp all the time, and he, one of the things he would always talk about is how his, his career was his career, and no matter how he commented on somebody else's, it doesn't change his career. That thing always made a, a ton of sense to me. But, like – if you're guys who got beat by LeBron consistently or LeBron essentially retired you, then you know maybe you have a different feeling about LeBron James than other people do. Which, uh, that, I mean, I get it. If, but, if, but it's if not I, only just up those players, though. I'm just saying. I, Charles Barkley, Kenny Smith, like just shot like anybody born uh, prior to well, – after 1980, those guys. So, Seriously. Who you tell me who Charles Barkley and Kenny Smith and Shaq go up there and praise on uh, inside the NBA? It's not about you don't have to praise anybody, but to say he's not in the top five, it just doesn't make That's sense. That's what I'm saying. It's just it's just well, different levels of of argument. Like I don't understand. Like to me, it's all of it okay. stupid. Well, Whether talk, you're arguing he's the top sixth or the sixteenth or the sixtieth, like to me, it's 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 just disingenuous all down the line. All right. Well, let's talk about Kevin Durant and maybe why. There's more talk about LeBron and Steph and whatnot, and, you know, there were high hopes. In fact, when he got traded to the Phoenix Suns, people thought that they were the favorites in the West, right? Didn't they, most people? I think that, I mean, on paper, but I think, you know, people, if, when you really boil it down, there's nobody that can stop Nikola Jokic. There's nobody, like, the body type doesn't exist in no, the Western I'm with Conference you. right now. I, so, I'm like, with you. if you were thinking that the Suns were championship favorites, that's on you because, like, Nikola Jokic ain't going nowhere. So I didn't necessarily think that they were going to be championship favorites. I expected them to make the playoffs and to compete well, but they did that last year. Right. Um, Prior to, uh, uh, you know, getting Bradley Beal. Right, but but I think part of it now is, and, and I'm just looking at it, he's averaging 31 and a half points. You know what his career average is? 27. I was about to say 27, 28. Yeah. yeah, so he's averaging he's averaging right now 31.4. I mean, he's having an unbelievable season, but I think he's been downgraded, and I'm gonna, I really do. I think like in, in the minds of NBA fans or people, in, in, he's 34. He's been around for a long time. He can't stay healthy. So everything with Kevin Durant is, well, you know, if he's healthy or if he can, 
you know, make it to the postseason or whatever. And I think that he has been kind of, in the minds of people, pushed to the back a little bit as he's gotten older, as he's gotten more brittle. And that's why he's not getting I mean, the only the reason talk. that's the case is because he hasn't had the relative playoff success of LeBron and Steph Curry in the last few years. I think. I, has he lost a step? Sure. But he, like you said, he's 34. I don't expect Kevin Durant to come out every single night and be – explosive moving from side to side dunking on people like he's like he's you know 25 he's 34 now I get it like he's gonna play in a different style and I think when we saw that the last time you saw him kind of be the man on a playoff team in that Brooklyn series against the Celtics he didn't look great like, no, I mean he, he got looked, they he got a, swept and he couldn't get a shot off got a shot blocked a few right. times stuff things of that nature but like I'm far from writing Kevin Durant off if that's if that's what we're going with this, no, I'm, I'm just asking. Why, yeah, but but it, it feels like people don't have like he's dipped some in people's eyes, and and I think it has to do because he can't because uh, he obviously can still play. That's not the issue. I just wonder about the, the injury part of it and him hopping around to different teams and and him not being able to stay healthy. You saw in Brooklyn, he kept. He kept getting hurt every year. There was something that went wrong, and then he went to Phoenix in a layup. I mean, he was at, at the basket at the rim by himself. Man, and that's the that definition was a freak. of a freak accident. Yeah, that was a freak. There was no, there was no play there. There Was nobody else involved? To me, that that to me that speaks to his age. Like that speaks to the idea that you're 34 now or 33 at that point in time, and now things hurt you that didn't used to hurt you. Like I think if he was 26, he probably would have rolled that ankle, walked it off a little bit, and and, and played more. But, you know, being 10 years older than that run, you know what I'm saying, and having been in the NBA since you were 19 years old, that's a lot of wear and tear on the body. I think that over over everything, that's what it is. What 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 do you – when you think of Kevin Durant's career, and I'm not trying to rush him out the league or anything, what do you think most about, you know, his career? Like, do you think about that he started in Seattle, which moved to OKC? Do you think about the championships with Golden State? I think the about – failure it. in Brooklyn, him stepping on the line – Against the Bucks, they he almost beat them in that series where I they went on say, to win the championship. I would say my first thought, my first two thoughts when I think of Kevin Durant were the two threes in back to back playoff uh, playoff years that he dotted in LeBron's eye. That's my both of them right there on the right no, wing. I, I can I, see him no, in my I, mind's eye, right wing free throw line, right extended, in LeBron's mug, right in LeBron's as my dad would say, face. You know, I say right in his face. I think about that. Then I think about the uh, the Brooklyn Milwaukee one because I think that Brooklyn team, you know, they had a lot of injuries. They, but if they could have gotten past Milwaukee, I think they would have won a championship. I think they would have won a championship. I, I'm with you on that. That was and remember, I mean, he nailed that shot uh, that would have won the game. And remember, Harden got hurt in that series, and Kyrie, and he well, he was unbelievable. Well, that series. Yeah, you know, KD nailed that shot, and then Kyrie refused the shot the next year, and everything was over. No, that was it. And it then James Harden didn't want to be there. Yeah, because Kyrie didn't want to play. It was just – it, it wound up being a mess. That's my thought. And I honestly think going back to when he made the move to go to Golden State, I thought it was kind of commendable that you make – I know that everybody was like, he's a snake in the grass. And I would have agreed with folks if he had gone and not been like the freaking man on those teams. Like if he had not – 
gone and walked down LeBron both times and not dotted LeBron in the eye for a three in a closing game both times and not been a back-to-back finals MVP, then I'm here for your conversation no, about him being, a, you know, as Charles Barkley would say, a bus rider, okay? No, a right. bus it's, rider. it's hard to say somebody's a bus rider when you go on a team with Steph Curry and you win back-to-back uh, finals MVPs and, and if he didn't get hurt, you know, I think against if he Toronto, get hurt against Toronto, that's right, another. It was another one that exactly. they probably would have won, uh, and that would have been something. And they and 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 I know he's made, kissed and made up with the Warriors, but I thought they did him dirty when they opened their new what is that Chase um, Arena Chase Center yeah. Chase Center, and they had a video of of all the great Warriors, and he wasn't in that. See, that's you know, th- like that. That's like I don't know how you, somebody could could put that together. And leave out a two-time Finals and MVP. You know what else That's I what think I'm sa- too. You know what else I think when I think of Kevin Durant, I think of Bob Myers, who when he stepped down from Golden State was universally across sports media talked about how he was one of the greatest team executives of all time and all this and that. Well, I remember a his draft classes, which have been lacking. Just ask you know James Weissman, who can't get who can't get tick on the Pistons, who are the worst team in the Eastern Conference. Which is uh, unbelievable how bad they are. I think of that. I think of Jonathan Kuminga, who's supposed to have been taking the next step about 12 months ago. We're still waiting on that one. All right. I think of the playoff series last year where there was Steph Curry and the boys, and that was about it. And I think all of that happened because Bob Myers sat there after the second championship and said, Steph earned his money. Steph earned his extension I remember that. right in front of Kevin Durant. I don't know what that was all about. Why would you do that? For whatever reason. And it's, I don't know if it comes from Steph Curry or where it comes from, but there was a seemed to be a concerted effort to prop up Steph Curry during that moment in time when Kevin Durant was there. And I think if people had just calmed down a little bit, KD might still be a warrior. Well, we know Draymond Green and all that. We don't need we don't need you and all that. But they all went to, to Hampton to beg him to come. But but then they say uh, we didn't need you or we don't need you or and, whatever. And, and you know what? Sure, that was maybe, one of the maybe worst. Maybe you things. didn't need him for that one. But now you go back to last year. You won eleven road games. Jordan Poole getting punched in the face. Yep. All of that. You know what probably would have helped? A seven foot sniper on the wing. No doubt. All right. We want to hear from you, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Has Kevin Durant's stature been downgraded in the NBA? Does he get the just desserts? We're not talking about uh, apple pie or pumpkin pie or pecan pie. but Or do you feel like people don't talk about He's having a great year. He's averaging 31.4 points. His career average is 27. I mean, he's balling out in Phoenix, but there's no buzz around Kevin Durant. Not really. Uh, why is that? And has he lost a step, lost some stature, lost some fame? We're not trying to dec- you know, uh, say he's not a good player or a great player, but just it doesn't seem the same. Kevin Durant used to be talked about a lot. It doesn't seem that we are talking as much about Kevin Durant this year. We want to hear from you, 877-99 on Fox. It is The Odd Couple on a TV theme song Thursday here on Fox Sports Radio. And you know what you need to do on this Thanksgiving night? Stick and stay. To see if the Durantula fades in the U.S. of A. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. It's a TV theme song Thursday here on The Odd Couple, your Thanksgiving evening. Thanks for hanging out with us, Rob Parker and Martin Weiss. And The Odd Couple is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. 877-99 on Fox. We're talking about Kevin Durant. Has he been lowercased? Uh, are we talking less about him despite the season he's putting together, averaging almost 32 points a game, and yet there's no buzz on KD? What is that about? Uh, we want to hear from you. Andre in Massachusetts, you're on the odd couple. Happy Thanksgiving, my friend. What's up, Drake? What's going on? Happy Thanksgiving from the Commonwealth. Uh, thank you so much for taking my call. Are you in the car driving? Did you eat well tonight, Drake? I'm out walking. Rob okay. talked about Willis. Willis and myself were out on the uh, yes. on the road. He's getting he's getting some exercise. Willis is my ten month old shepherd. You know what and, I would uh, say to Willis if if Willis was to uh, wee wee in the house? What you talking about, Willis? Clean that up. Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, so Willis. Uh, he, he's he's pretty good with that, but he's got a lot of uh, energy. He's this uh, Malinois breather that, that I told you about. They're like the the canine police dog. So he yes. listens well. But he's got energy to go through a wall. In terms of Kevin Durant, the Phoenix Suns have not taken the step that they should based sure on injuries. It's not, it's not his fault that um, Bradley Bill, who's on my fantasy team, doesn't want to play. And Devin Booker is load managing at 26 years old two games into the season. So because Denver is still the preeminent power in the Western Conference, I think, and the fact that, yes, Golden State did wrong. They should have put respect on his name. Yep. Kevin Durant is very sensitive. Everybody knows this. He's, he's the one. He's that, the so the most sensitive of all time, no doubt. He reads that one comment out of ten thousand that's negative, and it really sits and, and, and stirs with him. But the narrative on him, why he's not better than LeBron, he hasn't won that championship apart from a seventy-three win team. LeBron, even though he did form a super team in Miami, he got the championship in Cleveland when he went home. Okay, so that is his that that. For all the finals that he lost, he brought a championship to Cleveland. Durant has to win at one of these stops to get more um, praise in the all-time conversation. Happy Thanksgiving, Odd Couple. I really appreciate your show, particularly during the holidays. Thanks for taking the call. Yes, thank you, Dre. Appreciate it. 877-99 on Fox if you want to chime in. Mark in Oregon, you're on the Odd Couple. What you got, buddy? Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Happy Thanksgiving, Mark. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I hear you talking about KD, and, you know, he's always been one of my favorite players. The way he can shoot, a guy that tall, right? that can shoot like that, just uh, a freak of nature. And now I wanted to say, to follow up on the last caller, not only has he had guys sitting out at Phoenix, he had a year where uh, – Kyrie Irving didn't play any of the home games. Uh, the other uh, player, the Beard, Harden, didn't want to play and got himself traded to the Philadelphia 76ers. Right. So he's had to log a lot of time carrying the load after such a serious injury. So I think if he'd ever get a team that actually got on the court and play with him – Maybe those injuries will kind of stop barking at him and he'll be able to just be a lot more consistent player. He has been unbelievable the last 10 days. Oh, no I've doubt. been watching it. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's just Mark, he's he been playing been great. Up at him. Yeah, he's been playing great. It just seemed like 
uh, he's not getting the love that he normally would. We appreciate the call and happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Yep, we appreciate you. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. If you do want to chime in, but Martin, we also got a big college football game coming up on uh, Saturday. Uh, what is that? Nine a.m. Pacific, yep, noon, noon Eastern. Eastern. Yep. At the sun at its highest point you're over a, Ann Arbor. Your uh, alma mater. And I tell you what, Michigan better win. They better win. What do you mean they better? If they don't, what's he going to do? Well, this is a franchise that's won one uh, national championship since the Louisiana Purchase. I mean, what what are we talking here? All of this, uh, all of this uh, hand wringing and sign stealing and crybabiness. Let's go out there and win Saturday and shut all this conversation up. In my if opinion. they lose, does that mean like the only reason things turned around was because they were cheating? Could you write? Could you? Factor that in if they do lose? I don't factor it in. I truly don't. You don't think that it went on, that stuff? I Well, I think it's evident that Connor Stallings was at football games. I don't know what the – In a and, disguise on the sidelines? Like, I don't buy that one. I don't buy that one one bit. He had a fake mustache on. Didn't you they, see the picture? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Is it is it Connor Stallings or is it Bigfoot? Like, you know, like, oh, but you see he's got this the sunglasses on and his mustache. It's like so, – so you mean to tell me that this guy was just, just – perusing the sidelines at Central Michigan versus Michigan State, and not a soul recognized that he was out of place. Nobody from the Central Michigan staff said, what's this guy and who is this, what is his job? Like, I don't – I know there's a lot of people on the football sidelines. There's a lot of people that are not checking everybody. Some people just blend in. You know that, Mark. I don't know that. I don't know that. As somebody who's been on these sidelines before and has never blended in, I'm not buying it. Like, I, Well, they're going to check your credential because you're brown skin, but I'm just saying. Uh, either way, I'm still I'm not buying it. Regardless, like I think that's a, a load of a crock of. Uh, All right, so if go. they lose, if they lose, now what? I'm just asking you. If Michigan loses to Ohio State, Ryan Day needs to win this to keep his gig at Ohio State. I believe that three years in a row is not going to cut it. Especially, especially because it'll be you lost and and uh, Jim Harbaugh wasn't to the even there. Coach, exactly, he wasn't even there. And considering it might be Ryan Day, we got our the Ryan Day posse or team or you know whatever they call it, you know his his support staff that got this whole thing started in the first place in terms of investigating it, that would be just that much more embarrassing in my opinion. But yeah, I think that they have to. He, this game is infinitely more important for Ohio State's future than it is for Michigan's because I think Michigan's future is pretty much set in stone, especially with these NCAA allegations and all this type of stuff. What do you mean? Is there a chance that – because there was a report that came out that said that Jim Harbaugh could be suspended for most of next year. Yeah, and I think most of next year and all of next year, Jim Harbaugh will be coaching somewhere else. You did? Do you, so you believe that? I think that? that's kind of – I don't I think no matter how it ends because this whole back-to-back NCAA investigations – the first one I was all on board with with the COVID burgers, like that was the rules were different for that period of time and were clearly stated. And you know, you were at there was a point he to, got it caught, was, and it wasn't just for uh, at having an advantage; it was also for safety, right? Talking about COVID, I know that people have different opinions on that, but it was pretty much undeniably that was part of the big reason why. But the other the thing for me is like I don't know what benefit you get from. Uh, from uh, recording the signs from the iPhone from the stands that you can see on TV, and they they should change every week regardless. So I don't know what benefit you actually. Yeah, but get there's from a that. rule there. My my only point is, and I hear what you're saying, but if there's a rule, it's got to be an obvious reason. It was like when Bill Belichick 
got the highest fine in the history of the NFL. And then the NFL, which could have squashed it by showing us the videotape to, to, for us to see to see what, what, what were they getting, you know, like well, how big of a difference it made. But, of course, they destroyed the tapes, which made it even worse. Well, yeah, there's a rule there, and they broke it, but they obviously suspended Jim Harbaugh before completing the investigation into the rule, so that's a whole different scenario in general. That was my thing. I was like, how are you going to suspend them three games? You don't know if this is the worst that it is. You didn't finish the investigation. What if it turns out that they were actually hacking the mainframe, like the, like in the baseball t- well, uh, scandal a few years back? Well, well but I, I would say to you is that they already – because Jim Harbaugh wanted his day in court, right? He wanted the due process and then all of a sudden accepted it. They probably laid out what they have on him and said, do you want, you want this to be public or do you want us to – don't you believe that there's part of that? I mean, why else would you not have your day in court after you bellyached about it? I think there's something to the line of, hey, you know what, Jim, you're going to be going out of here regardless you get fired with cars or without. So they told him like what? what I think do I here? think that's what I think. So it's like if you if you swallow this now, when when we move on, you'll get all your money. If you don't, we'll try to make we'll make this the reason why we fired you and, and you get fired with get... cause and you won't get paid out. Right. So I think he accepted it, and I think you know it, I think he accepted it, knowing that he's walking into the NFL next year, whether it be Tennessee, New England, Los Angeles Chargers, wherever. All right. Coming up next, we're going to talk with Newey Scrubs. Of course, from NBC Dallas Fort Worth, he's the sports anchor down there, part, front of the show. But first, let's get you hey. caught up with uh, B. Finn, Brian Finley. Yeah, Martin and Rob. I hope you have Christian McCaffrey on your fantasy team. Ahead of McCaffrey, slides left, toss to McCaffrey, coming left, stacked up, stays patient, squirts through, and takes it all the way down to the goal line. Touchdown! C. See what a run that was. Yeah, and what a call that was. 49ers Radio Network, an infamous touchdown call, and it's McCaffrey's second score on the ground. He's got 12 carries for 74 yards. Late in the second quarter, the 49ers are leading the Seahawks 21-3 in our third and final game NFL-wise on Thanksgiving Thursday. The Packers took down the Lions 29-22. Jared Goff making a mess of things with those three fumbles. All were lost for Detroit. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with you. Although he did have 332 yards passing, and I feel like garbage yards. Well, it's like anytime you say Stad Padford and former Detroit Lion, I, I think of Jared Goff and the numbers that he put up. They were in garbage time, like Matthew Stadford would, and we know how you feel about him. By the way, the Cowboys. With a win against the Commanders, 45-10. to And Dak Prescott with four touchdowns through the air. Tony Pollard with a score on the ground. College football, we got that big game. Egg Bowl in Starkville. Number 12 Ole Miss is hanging on to a 3 to nothing lead against the 5-6 and six Mississippi State Bulldogs in the third quarter. So not a whole lot of scoring here between these two. As far as college basketball, a slew of games, including teams involved in the top 25, Villanova finds a way to take out number 14, North Carolina, 83-81, to behind 34 points and had rebounds from Wildcats' Eric Dixon. A win for number 3, Arizona. They stay blemish-free, 6-0, and after towering over number 21, Michigan State, 74-68. to And a win for Penny Hardaway in Memphis. This was a big one. They stay perfect, 5-0, and victorious in the Bahamas over number 20, Arkansas, 84-79. to and lastly, Martin and Rob, I guess you guys would both like this, the fact that in college basketball, number 23, USC, 
with a marquee win, if you want to call it that, against Seton Hall, 71-63. to I guess, Martin and Rob, as I send it back to you, the, the Trojans basketball team has something to cheer for. Not so sure about the football team. Look at you, you UCLA guy. You, <laughs> I had to UCLA throw in a jab. Homer, there was a jab right there, and rightfully so. I mean, <laughs> yes, it was, it was not good. Hey, you what know was what? that? What was that? You had? I had a glizzy in my mouth. Say, <laughs> uh, after me getting my master's from SC and my current uh, job status, I might be a UCLA guy too. Especially when Sally May calls me every month. You're more than welcome. And if you want a team that wins a lot of national championships, albeit not recently, Sally UCLA May has basketball. Listen, Sally May, Freddie May, Freddie Mac, whoever. I know that I got bill collectors on the line for that grad degree. <laughs> my goodness gracious. All right, it is the Odd Couple. Thanks. Have a good night, B-Fan. Appreciate you. Daddy. It is the Odd Couple coming to you live from the uh, TireRack.com studios. Did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with Discover Card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Now it's time to jump in with uh, Nui Scruggs, who's the uh, main sports anchor down there at NBC Dallas-Fort Worth and uh, was there for the big Thanksgiving Day game, as always. And Nui Scruggs, say hi to Martin Weiss. Happy Thanksgiving and welcome to the show, buddy. All right, Martin. Happy Thanksgiving to you and the UCLA family. Rob Parker, go ahead. Hit me with the negativity you want to hit me with. What? Who said it? I know it's coming. Here, Nui, I got you. I got you. Nui, how come the Cowboys can't beat anybody good? There you go. Nui, how come Dak Prescott gets these stats up against all these bad teams? There you go. Nui, it doesn't mean anything because it's Washington. They're not going to be Tommy DeVito did that last week. Nui, show me something. Exactly. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm waiting on. Wow. Wow, you got me down to a science. All right, Nui. Yeah, no, no. I'm just, uh, Nui, so so what did it mean today? (laughs) They, They blew out another bad team. And what does that mean for the Cowboys? Uh, what it means for me is the offense that Mike McCarthy wanted to switch to from Kellen Moore is getting closer to what they want. Um, he spoke about it after the game in the first four games. He said, you know, we look like a first-year offense, and he talked about how now he and Dak Prescott are in the Thursday meetings that they normally have for a Sunday game. He's like, hey, we're able to start to finish each other's sentences. We have a better understanding of what we want to do, and that's reflective in, in his play. You go back to the Philadelphia game that they lost, um, the offense hung with them. They made too many mistakes. And even today in the game against Washington, there's still times when they'll make these penalties. And I'm looking at them and say, guys, you can't do that in a playoff game against a good team. Uh, They've got to clean those up. But we're watching the team be a better offensive team than they were last year uh, when Kellen Moore was calling the plays all day long. You know, and, and talk about Kellen Moore. We've seen Keenan Allen have one of his best statistical seasons. But inter- like now that Kellen Moore is, is calling the offenses in Los Angeles for the Chargers, but to me, one of the, the bright spots of the Dallas offense is C.D. Lamb, especially the last few games. Didn't have the biggest game today, but C.D. Lamb over the last few weeks has really, to me, established himself as one of the better receivers in the NFL. How much of that is 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 the new system, new play calling, and how much of that is Dak is just playing better? 
go back to the San Francisco game where he was upset. He wasn't getting the ball enough. Uh, they held the meeting and they talked about things. And that's when CD, you know, basically from there, uh, started to really get down and started to do what he did. And and he's been on a great run. And, Rob, go back to the Philadelphia game. Yes. CD Lamb put he, he he put up good numbers against Philadelphia too. Now, so it wasn't like he was just balling out against bums. Uh, he went out there and put up numbers against Philadelphia too. He's playing at the level that we saw at Oklahoma, and he talked about that this week. He says, "Hey, look, this ain't Oklahoma. This is a whole. This is a big boy league here." But he's playing with those three things that you want to see: uh, command, control, and confidence. And he knows what he's doing, and and he and Dak Prescott are are doing what they're supposed to do against. Washington, doing what they're supposed to do against Carolina. Um, and that's all you can do at this point in time. You're eight and three. Just keep playing. They got a Thursday game against Seattle um, coming up here in a week. And then they get that time off. And it, then it's Philadelphia on Sunday night, NBC Sunday Night Football uh, at, at Jerry World. It, it's a $3 win to me, $3 bill win. I get it. They're on the schedule. You got to play. I'm not mad at them for winning and blowing out Washington. But the Cowboys still have something to prove. I, I do. Uh, I just When it comes to winning those games, if they're going to get there, I knew we, are they going to get to the Super Bowl from the NFC this year? Well, okay, so let me tell you, I tell all, anybody who puts me on a radio interview, never talk to me about the Super Bowl. I've been in Super Bowl since I had hair. Well, there you go. <laughs> Super Bowl since Bill Clinton was in office. Wow. I'm talking about the Super Bowl. How about can you win in the divisional round? that could get you to an NFC Championship game. Tell me about the Super Bowl, silly, because it hasn't happened here in 26 years. Okay? So so why are we doing that? I don't want to talk about it. Well, because you would think that that's what the the, the, uh, goal is of the Cowboys. I mean, Jerry's – No, this is what national people like to jump to. And and I'm here, and I've been here, you know, for 23 years. I'm so old, I covered Jimmy Johnson's last Super Bowl team, okay? Uh, Right now, this team can't stop the run, in my opinion, the way they need to against the Philadelphia and against the San Francisco. That's got to improve. But when you say it's a $3 win, here's my issue with that. Go look at the team you used to cover, the Detroit Lions, at home. People are thinking they're supposed to get this gimme game against the Packers, and the Packers came out there and punched them in the mouth. So you got a team on the schedule, go beat them, and don't, and, you know, so, so you tell me this, what do you think of the Lions now? Because they've had a good team, and I respect that team a lot. I think that's one of the teams that's in contention. But we saw them at home get punched in the mouth. The Cowboys didn't get punched in the mouth. Ten-point game in the fourth quarter, they come up with 25 points in the fourth quarter. They're doing their job. And as you know, if you if, and you weren't listening to the show, I called, the Li- I called the Lions frauds because exactly what you talked about. That was the game they were supposed to win, and they haven't beaten anybody except for Kansas City in week one, and Kansas City was missing two of their top three players. So I am consistent. No, yeah, yeah, that's it. That, it, it ain't beat nobody. You know, they haven't beaten anybody. You know, you know Kansas City, that, that clown outfit out there They were missing two of their three best players. That's all I'm talking about. But anyway. Hey, you got, you got, got one last that. one? All right, man. All right, man. I, I got one for <laughs> one you. One last Nui. one, Deron Bland has tied the NFL record for pick sixes with five through 11 weeks, mind you. So he's our 12 weeks, I guess, this, through, 12, through 12 weeks now. Uh, where do you think his shot is to win defensive player of the year? Because uh, you could make a little mint if that's going to be the case. Uh, boy, you know, let's, let's see what he, let's see what he does the rest of the way. Um, you know, 
get a pick six against um, Jalen Hurts and, and you know, or, or Jared Goff, you know, some bigger games. It's going to mean a lot more. Uh, I don't know. It's interesting. The last defensive back, I think, to win the Defensive Player of the Year award is on the Cowboys, Stephon Gilmore. So, you know, those sack numbers matter. Uh, the Cowboys need to keep winning. I think for a guy who was who, who came into the year as the third corner, right? To, to do this, it, it's incredible. And to watch the guys on the field run after him and uh, down the sidelines, this is – I was in Carolina when he had that somersault pick, and then to watch this, I just hadn't seen anything like it. I asked Jerry after the game, I said, you know, compare what, you know, his pick six is to, to the what you saw when Dion was playing for you. And, and he just talked about, you know, how, how good Dion was, but just – he thinks it may even be better, and maybe it's, I think it's so better because here's a fifth-round pick. You know, we knew from day one when Deion Sanders came from Florida State that he was special and he was good. This is a fifth-round pick who this, this year wasn't the starting, you know, cornerback. He was the number two guy behind Diggs and Gilmore, and, and to do this, oh, my gosh. And they were going after him today, too, now. Uh, they, were going at, they were giving it to 26. If he had 10 tackles, too. So, defensive play of the year, it's going to be interesting. You know, those sack, those sack guys, um, you know, what Miles Garrett's doing in Cleveland, it's going to be tough. But, boy, he sure, he sure has put himself in the conversation. It's sensational to watch. I really am. It's such a great, humble young man. Hey, Newey, you know we always appreciate you. Thanks for taking your time on Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family, and uh, we'll talk soon, buddy. Thank you. Rob, Rob, all you've given me through the years, I will answer your phone call anytime. I love you, brother. What you do for so many of us to give us inspiration to do our jobs. You knew me when I was nothing, and then you said, you call, I'm going to answer that phone every time. Happy Thanksgiving. My man. Even if the Cowboys lose? Yes. Uh, I got that's you. Even, it's even better. It's even better. <laughs> no doubt. Hey, Nui, I appreciate it. Right, Love man. you too, bro. Thank you so much. That was pretty awesome. All right, we're going to wrap this bad boy up. It is The Odd Couple. Tito, give me a tissue. It is The Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio on this uh, TV theme song Thursday and Thanksgiving evening. I'm, I'm thankful that uh, I've been able to uh, spread my wings to help people along in this business. It's a hard business. It really is. So when I hear stuff like that, it, it it gets to me. But I appreciate that. All right, it is the Odd Couple. We want to uh, stick and stay. For the final segment of the Turkey Day. Tell them, Rob. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and sociopolitical factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready that, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let this bad boy breathe on a TV theme song Thursday. <laughs> Let this bad boy breathe. <laughs> Where everybody knows your name. What a great way to end the show. I mean, come on. The theme from Cheers? Well, I know I'm somewhere everybody knows my name. Fox Sports Radio. Everybody, Everyone knows my name here. Oh, is that right? What's your, what is your name? This guy. What it did is, you say? It is a TV theme song Thursday on The Odd Couple. We're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. And uh, that was the progressive player today. Progressive is making things easier, even easier, I should say. And they will help you bundle your home and car insurance together so that you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Martin Weiss in for Chris Broussard. Chris is off today and tomorrow. I'll be back tomorrow on Black Friday. Martin, uh, let's wrap up the show and talk about this. Black Friday. Are you doing any shopping? Are you a shopping guy? Do you do you mix it up in the and Alex? I want you to get in and Patrick. Just the whole Black Friday thing. I think I maybe one time in my life I got up at four a.m. to go buy a TV set when I was in my twenties or something because I thought it was the thing to do. But yeah, I mean, but, but does it work for you? Do you look at stuff and go, I want to get there? That? Was no chance that we were waiting in line, like as a family, and I subscribe to that. In fact, I have a rule that I feel like most people should follow. If it's not something that you already would buy, then don't wait in line, even if it's free. If it's not something that you would buy regularly, don't wait in line because you don't even want it. You but, don't even know you, you want into it. into getting deals? I mean, I know you're a young guy. Do you, are you into deals? or? or of course what, I'm into deals. you use coupons? 
I don't, not not to the extent of somebody like you. What are you talking about? Because you're obsessive with couponing. That's the thing you're leading out here. Here, I'll tell you this story right here. One time, Rob Parker comes in back when we are in Detroit, right, about 10 years ago. He comes in, and I'll tell you, listen, he's mad. I'm talking about angry. All right, how many times have you seen Rob Parker actually upset? And I'm not just talking about after arguing with, Patrick, with Chris Broussard about Patrick Mahomes. I mean actually mad, like right out of his eye. Said, man, what's wrong? And he's got a big, you know, forty-four ounce drink from you know, he's, you know, one of these 7-11. type of places. That's Seven Eleven. There you go. And he is steaming hot. So me and Brad Galley, hey, what, Rob? What's wrong? He goes, those cheap sobs wouldn't honor my two for one coupon, and it because on the window it said two for one, but it ex- expired. Let's say today is uh, today's the twenty seventh. It had expired on the twenty sixth. But he said, if it's up on the wall, you have to honor the deal. One hundred percent, they made, do. Made such a stink about it. Some poor girl behind the counter making twelve dollars an hour to sit there and hear this guy arguing back and forth about why he should have to pay, you know, seventy five more cents to get a second hot dog. To the point that he ends up tweeting to everybody back when you could actually get in touch with people on Twitter. It was a different time, I'm telling you, 10 years ago. It's 7-Eleven corporate sent this guy stuff and encouraged the behavior. No, because they know I was right, and uh, right is right. That's all it is. It's not. is. I'm not sorry for the employee. If it's in the window, you got to honor it. They did that to another guy at KFC. It was in the window, and they went on. I said, dude, it's in the window. Give it. This guy, his second chicken sandwich. It cost 7-Eleven more in postage than it did to hook Rob Parker up. It's all good. Hey, thanks, everybody, man, for being here on uh, Thanksgiving night. We appreciate you. Thank you, Martin. Stick and stay. America! Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 